and welcome into See You Next Tuesday. I have a wonderful gal pal for you today, the co-host of the They Were On A Break podcast. I have Miss Chloe. Hi, welcome in. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> so excited. It feels so crazy to just like be a guest and like... <laughs> Well, because you're kind of in charge of the They Were On A Break podcast in a sense where like you record it, you edit it, and then I post it. Because when she was like, do you want to do a Friends podcast? I was like, I've never wanted to do something more, but I really don't want to edit it because I already edit my show. And there is something about editing that just makes me want to die. Like, I (laughs) hate it with a burning... It's listening to my own voice, you know what I I mean? And listening to stories that I've already lived then told, and now you want me to listen to it again. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that one damn bit. Um, but yes, it, you are long overdue to be back on. Welcome on to my podcast. And oh my if you enjoy Friends, we have a podcast where we break down Friends episodes, and it's really, really cute. So definitely go check it out. You can listen to it anywhere you pod. And I feel like it's really fun, too, because we're, like, the age of the characters on mm-hmm. Friends. And yeah. so, like, I, I'm coming at it from, like, such a different perspective than when I first watched the series when I was, like, 15. Like, yes, now I relate. Exact same. It was really weird for me to have, like, started watching it when I was about 15, 16, and then to be getting older and I realized, like, one year, Monica said, like, I'm 26. And then I was like, I'm 26. I'm now the age of the friends. And then now I'm getting older and I'm like, I'm getting older than the friends. But then I can't wait on my 30th birthday to post the Joey photo of why, God, why? (laughs) Why are you doing this to us? So, you know, even though I'm very happy to turn 30. But yeah, that's very funny that you say that because I've noticed like now that I am the age of the friends, Mm -hmm. it's even more fun. Like, ah, just living my best gal pal friends life. But this is so exciting because now we just get to talk about us and we don't even have to worry about those other characters. And And yet I can still sit here and just talk about my love for Barbados the entire episode. (laughs) You guys, if you thought she wasn't going to bring up Barbados, you were dead (laughs) wrong. You don't know Katie. (laughs) You guys should also know. So I'm sick again. uh, I have an upper respiratory infection and to make my lungs open up again they gave me steroids and Mm -hmm. I am more amped than I've ever been in my entire life hold on I need a cough (coughs) excuse me everyone and um, (laughs) I got I got that phlegm you know I got I got that stuff in there and I like couldn't breathe for three days and then I finally went to urgent care and he was like yeah you have an upper respiratory infection I'll give you some steroids and I Wow. I feel like I could build an entire house or a neighborhood and I've never even like picked up a hammer. I've gotten so much done that I have not wanted to do in the Mm -hmm. past three days. Like my merch, you guys, not that I haven't wanted to do this, but it is so overwhelming to me that Mm -hmm. I just couldn't fucking do it. I ordered my samples. It's It's about to happen. It's really happening this time because boy, have I been talking about this on here for a long time, but it's really coming and I'm really fucking excited about it. So my samples are coming. I'll take some photos. I'll get those out to you as soon as I can. What else did I do? I've just done a bunch of little shit that I just like <laughs> have not wanted to do. I've not wanted to figure it out. I've d- I paid some bills. We're just doing it all. Mm-hmm. And then I pace. I pace a lot. I just kind of like walk around because I've been home for, I don't know, like five. I've been home since Sunday. 
or Monday, mm-hmm. I think, of last oh, week. Oh, God. So, or, of, no, of, of the beginning of this week. It's all blending together, my God, you guys. I going so crazy, girl. I am so extroverted that, like, if I don't see people all day mm-hmm. and then I see someone, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. like I have to. That's what's been happening on FaceTime. On plus the steroids. <laughs> I'm like telling stories of like thing. My my poor dad. We were all on a a group FaceTime with the whole family. He asked me a simple question. I gave a 20 minute answer to it <laughs> with so much detail, and Amy was like my god i was like i'm so i don't even know what this is i i was like this is what i need when i go to a bar that's like me on you know a what first I, date <laughs> i hate doing like that like so how do you know each other or like if i'm with a friend they're like how do you know each other you hot girls or which is such a Ugh, weird i one. hate that i hate it when people think i'm hot no 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 it's not that it's like <laughs> i love being hot but i do hate that men talk to me because i'm hot um and it's so funny though because i'm either sack of potatoes or i'm so hot uh-huh. like i'm either like god or i'm like walking by the mirror i'm like god there's no in between <laughs> absolutely no in between with me but fuck what am i talking about oh so my friend um that I've had on my show, Kirsten, when she and I go out, and it's because of her that I've realized how many people ask this question. She and I know each other because we had, we dated the same guy. Mm -hmm. We fucked the same guy. And she saved me. She like came and like told me like, hey, this is what's going on. Because when I, I was literally even talking about it on my podcast and she found my podcast, listened to it and was like, girl, you're not crazy. He's gaslighting you and manipulating you. Like, hold on. Let me tell you everything you need to know. I love it when female friendships start over the mutual hatred of one man exactly, (laughs) or a guy who thinks they can screw you over and then and another thing too is like you want a girl that's really going to be your best friend definitely try to find the exes of someone you've dated because he's got a type and you're all basically the same and it's like (laughs) this fun gang of like girls it's just like whoo let's get it but anyway um so she since that's our story when we go out and they're like oh how do you guys know each other it's like ah well let's tell this story again Mm -hmm. and I've never noticed how like that's an opener and it's so like annoying I just like no one I don't want anybody to talk to me I don't know I just don't (laughs) like I'm with my friends I don't need you to be like so what's your favorite color like while we're at the bar like leave me alone Mm -hmm. and I'm like why don't I have a boyfriend I won't talk to anybody oh my god let me tell you though I feel like I don't know if it's because I've been in a relationship for so long or if there was like if it's because there was a pandemic and so I haven't been out in forever. I feel like I have not been hit on or approached by someone in like 5,000 years. Mm. Like when I hear stories of of people who are like, and then don't you hate it when guys come up to you and they do this? And I'm like yeah i i've experienced that and i'm mad when i'm out with kirsten they are not talking to me (laughs) (laughs) so you know like it's i i don't she's great she's so hot so they just go right to her and i'm just like standing there with my glass of champagne like well i'll see you guys later you guys have a good chat now goodbye i think so i I feel you there because i honestly like really haven't been like hit on hit on mm-hmm. I mean there was one guy at a bar that wanted to come up to me and tell me about some drugs he was selling and he was like 60 mm-hmm. but I don't really count that <laughs> oh god I feel like I am the worst person to approach at a bar or a club because I don't like 
dance. I don't like to dance really or like I love unless dancing. I'm like super fucked up. Like I don't like to like su- like I'm bad at it. So I'm not like good at grinding. I look like the tin man. Well, you know, like, no, no. I'm not grinding it. anybody. I'm grinding <laughs> not a single person. This, this is not an eighth grade <laughs> dance. This is not Mr. Worldwide is not playing. That and- is how all of the clubs I've been to have been. And I just got to say, first off, I'm bad at it and I know it. And second off, like I just feel like I'm uh, like the wrong person to approach. Okay. Like, and I think, I think um, there's so many videos of me from like college on my old roommates' videos that are like my friends like grinding with guys, and then I pop in and I'm like, does anybody else need change? Like I just like I always break the moment and like, oh my god, my friend. My friend has this amazing video of her when we all went to Cabo and she is like really getting it on with this guy who she later married. So this is like her, oh, wow. her this is like her and her boyfriend. They're having like the most romantic, like fun night on the dance club. They're like taking this video, obviously, to commemorate this great moment. And then I pop in and I'm like, did you guys pay in dollars or pesos? Like I'm just <laughs> ruining everyone's time. And I think maybe this is why people are not approaching me. So they're like, oh, it's the moment ruiner is here. <laughs> oh my God. No. But that trip was so fun. I think I, I, oh, this is a story that I can only tell on this podcast. Went to Cabo with my roommates uh, like five years ago. We were in college. I think I put all of my like hoe phase mm. into one week in Cabo. <laughs> Yeah, And my friends and I had a contest to see who could make out with the most people. That's my type of contest. I love that. Which was so fun. And we were like making out with bartenders and like it just anyone making out with girls, you know, having a good time. Uh, I was just on the verge of winning. I had the most points. I was feeling good about... We had points for different people. This sounds terrible. It was not based on hotness. It was just like, you know, if it's someone who works at the club, you get more points. Okay. If it's like... It was all status-based. Okay. That's not as bad. It was not based on looks or anything like that. Um, But I I was killing it. I had the most points. And then one of my friends fucking swooped in out of nowhere and Damn. she doesn't make out with the most people. She gets fingered on a bench by the security guard of the hotel we were staying in. And so we were like, did, did that get, does that it, have more points it getting fingered? made her the winner. We were like, mm. you did it. Now, girl. if she had had sex, does, is that even more points? Probably, I think yes. I think in that scenario, because we were just like, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to rescind my title. I would have won. I'm still salty about it a little bit. Um, There's always next time. But it's definitely the the sluttiest I've ever been. And I use that term in an empowering way. (laughs) No, I am a total horse slut and I absolutely love it. You know, like there's there's nothing better than it. You know, I, I love it. And I also say it in an empowering way. Yeah, reclaiming. I'm using. I'm a. I was only a slut in this regard. I could say because I think I'm like a total stick in the mud any other time. But man, <laughs> was it a more fun time than like anything I've ever done. I, stick in the mud, slut. I, that's my two looks. <laughs> stick in the mud or 
hoe bag on vacation. <laughs> You're killing me. No, I'm going to cough. You can't make me laugh this much. It was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. Oh, man. It was Kirsten's birthday this past weekend, and we went to Grandmaster Recorders or Grandmaster Records. I don't know which. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's a bar restaurant that used to be a recording studio on Cahuenga. It's on, like, Cahuenga and Hollywood. And it's really expensive. Uh, it's $25 glasses of champagne. Um, literally kill me. Yeah, really the steepest thing in the world. But I just had the best gosh darn time because I <laughs> – have been in a little bit of a rut and I have not been really leaving my house or doing anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I got sick probably from going out, um, but I just had a blast. We had drinks and then eventually there's like a little dance floor with a bar um, underneath there with like a massive disco ball. And we were just dancing. And I like, unlike you, I love dancing and mm-hmm. I love just like being super awkward and just doing whatever I want on that dance floor, I can be out there alone. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I love it so much. I just love hopping around and just absolutely having the best time. And I had an incredible time. And the next night I went out and I did karaoke, which is probably That's probably what, so what did me up with the upper respiratory infection, though. Yeah. But karaoke makes me so nervous because there's something so cringy about it to me. There's something mm-hmm. so, like, nobody wants to hear me singing this. Mm-hmm. but Kirsten and I did I guess I'm obsessed with Kirsten um that's the that's the key word today if you hear it smoke a bowl um but I we did kiss from a rose from seal it was incredible oh I love it it was truly so good didn't realize that I didn't know all of the lyrics to it which we were talking about on our other yeah, podcast because it's like it. I feel like I've had this conversation with her we already did, oh my god did. and I was like oh wait no I did okay on, 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 <laughs> they were on a break um but yeah I'd had a great time and then uh, Monday I started to sound like I was sick and I was like oh no I just feel bad because I'm calling out of work Like, I had the flu at the beginning of the month that I actually thought was going to take my life. I was, like, moaning in the middle of the night for, like, my mother or God to come and take me. Yeah, oh, God. And then, yeah, no, I was, like, just, oh, my God. And then I forgot, like, I could have gone to the doctor and gotten, like, Tamiflu or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just suffered it out. I, I, because I don't currently have a, uh, like, a doctor because I used to go to my pediatrician. And then he was, like, sweetie, no, you're, you're, like, nearing 30. (laughs) I was like, okay, I get it. Bye. And I just haven't found a new doctor since. Like, I went to a thyroid specialist when I had stuff going on. And then I'll just, like, now I'll just go to urgent care. And that's been honestly pretty clutch. I forgot about that place. It's like a mini ER. You go, you wait, you put your name in, they call you when to come back. And then you get fixed up. They give you a bunch of medicine and you're on your way. Guys, I don't know if you've heard about the hottest spot in town. It's sick. They... They are just passing out drugs left and right. (laughs) It's called urgent care. And honey, let me tell you, I have never had such a fun Saturday night. Woo! I got an EKG there one time. Woo! Um, I went there for this. You know, I'll be going to them with any needs that I have, really. But yeah, so I'm on, like I said, I'm on steroids. I have uh, antibiotics just in case. And then... I've been taking COVID tests to make sure that it's not that and just like hiding itself and like not telling me that that's what it is. And uh, I just took a test, one of the most complicated ones I've ever taken. It was like 
Swab your nose. Drip the thing inside. Put it inside the card. Spin it three times to the left. Spin it three times to the right. I'm not even kidding. I was like. Slide to the left. Crisscross. <laughs> Everybody clap your hands. Yeah. Get Talk about an eighth grade it. dance. That shit came on and we were like, yes. Oh, shit. I loved the cha-cha slide. We were fucking so goddamn pumped. <laughs> Katie, we were so like, ready for that. I feel like the only thing I've known about your life for like the past month is just like a never ending list of like symptoms and like here's the thing i got so i got a rude dm i because i posted like i have an upper respiratory infection because like i just share my life and i don't really think about like like because i live my life so i know everything that i do and then i just share like little (laughs) snit like little little tidbits of it here and there you know and like people portray it however they do and somebody was like it's always something (laughs) and i responded and i was like Sir, I'm literally sick. What are you doing? Don't be an asshole. That's like honestly so funny though. Like of the mean DM. Like what? That's like something that like a mean stepdad says. Oh no, he's 60 years old. His icon was of a motorcycle. Oh my god. It's always the meanest fucking bitches online who like don't want to put their face in their profile. And I'm like. Truly. Wow. I'm trying to find the DMs. Okay, here it's it is. It's always like a fucking like bald eagle or like <laughs> something. Yeah, like this that. one is of a motorcycle, just just a Harley. So I knew. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> and he said, with you, it's always something. And I said, dot, 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 thanks for the well wishes. And he put a smiley face, which pissed me off. <laughs> so I said, way to be rude, dude. <laughs> and he said, well, you have to admit You've been a whole lot lately, honey. <laughs> this is And I a- said I said so then unfollow me. I'm sharing my life and don't call me, honey. <laughs> and I said, I feel like hell. I can't fucking breathe and you're over here being an ass. I really just should have stopped. I don't know what I was DMing this this 60-year-old bite. Hey, he invited himself into your DMs. That's what I said. I said, you go and have a good one. And you go ahead and unfollow me. Honey. He said, FYI, I have COPD. I know all about having difficulty breathing. 20% of my lungs left. Chill, girl. Do you prefer I call you Katie Bug? No, I don't prefer that you call me what my dad calls me. Thank That's you. That's so weird. Because, so I mean, he's obviously like a listener of my dad who also follows me and might listen to me. Which is very nice. but Love not, that. Not but I don't you're... love this. This yes. is what I don't enjoy. And, uh, like, no, don't call me Katie Bug. That's what my dad calls me. Like, call me my, just don't call me honey. Just don't call me anything. Call me by my name. I don't know if this is like... Uh, like a generational thing or a like not growing up with like social media thing but the meanest people online are like gen x or like boomers oh yeah and like I remember in school we used to always get all of these like we used to always have these like cyber safety workshops or classes that were like cyberbullying is a real risk to our children and I'm like bitch you're the ones who are cyberbullying us like- I know now I've got Rick fucking DMing me saying like you're a fat ugly slut stop posting and I'm like never been cyberbullied by somebody like under the age of I know. like 35 I would never ever comment half the shit that they do 
ever in a million years. Not even 35, like 50, I would say. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, I also got a DM from a dog what? about abortion. So I posted uh, something. Hold on, I have to cough a lot. No problem. I'll entertain people until you're done with your coughing. La, 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 okay, I'm back. I love that Phoebe though. Buffet there for a sec. <laughs> I really truly loved it, honestly. Okay, so I posted. Oh no, that's the with you. It's I always saw something. This on your, uh, I did your share story. it because it was very funny. But we then had like a full conversation that was like wild. These people say some crazy stuff to me. Okay. I posted a photo of someone's um, sign at a protest that Mm -hmm. says, control your dick, not my body. Love it. She says, the dog, Farah, apparently. The dog. This this fucking, like, (laughs) multi-poo. Fido's here. (laughs) Your body lets his dick in. So control your vagina. Oh. And be responsible. What? Okay. Also, like, I, you could be on birth control and still have an accident, and I still want to get an abortion, and I should be allowed to do that. And nobody should have an opinion on it, especially no man. Yeah, you see all of these, like, pa- like pictures of, like, panels of, like, the guys who are in charge of deciding things about abortion or even mm-hmm. on the news, like, people talking about abortion. And it's always the people who I'm like, you don't even know what it's like to have a period, sir. Right. Like, how are you, how do you even have an opinion about this? Yeah, you can't make a decision about something that you don't even understand. My thing is, you can hate abortions. You can despise them. You can never want anybody to have them. But you can't actually stop people from doing it. I've never met a person who's like, oh, there's nothing I love more on a nice Sunday morning than to go have my monthly abortion it oh. is it's my me time <laughs> you know a crisp abortion there's nothing you know like i love it, it honestly absolutely can't so, get enough of it care like nobody in i don't think anyone enjoys getting an abortion it's a medical procedure i don't know anyone who enjoys medical procedures also that yeah 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 uh and i said this is more about men making decision for a woman's body also you're a dog what do you know I said, if I get pregnant, I should be able to abort it. And she said, top response, no, it's not. Bottom response, if you can roll joints and smoke weed all day, you could take a birth control pill. Be responsible. What? (laughs) What? Also, like, (laughs) birth control is not 100% effective. Listen, even if I'm out here raw dogging everyone and letting everyone come inside me not on birth control i should still be able to get an abortion the problem like i think a big problem also is that like it's always left solely to the woman to face repercussions like you hear even if they don't want to have an abortion and they have the child there are Mm -hmm. so many people who like get pregnant and the guy is just like nah I don't want to deal with this I'm out and they just leave and they're not part of the child's life I know several women who were in that position who have children Mm -hmm. who are single mothers and how like how is that any different they that person's not taking responsibility for their choice right it's it's go give them the same lecture but no men are not held responsible for that 
and I say control your dick and I get Farah the multi-poo coming in <laughs> and telling me that I need to control my vagina and take birth control. Well, like, I, I just don't understand the logic that some people have or how many times they've been called a baby killer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Like, what? Can I... Can I say, first off, I do 100% agree with, with you. With Farah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the, that's what I'm saying. That Guys, post that everywhere. I side with Fido the dog. <laughs> this, this, this dog doesn't even follow me. That's what I'm confused about. Never has. How, how the dog find, find my page, you? and why does it have so many opinions on me smoking weed and abortion? I do have to say, uh, while we're on this topic, I have, <laughs> I have to talk about, this is a little more lighthearted, but I went to, um, there was a, a bunch of like bands off our bodies protest this past week. Mm-hmm. I went to one um, at Los Angeles City Hall, and <laughs> this is just something I've noticed about going to demonstrations or protests in Los Angeles, is that... They always have two kinds of speakers. They have the political uh, people who, who are running for office or they're like longtime political journalists or something like that. And then there are uh, the actors or actresses who are well known in L.A. And yeah. that is always the fucking wildest experience of my life because... Like, look, I appreciate it. You're coming out here and you're speaking about something that's important to you that I agree with because I'm there listening to you. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, there were a lot of celebrities who spoke who felt the need to plug their projects. And that's the weirdest thing to me is like it was it was so wild to be like at a political event that's so important and it's about like women's rights and then yeah. they would come up and they'd be like I'm and I'm making up a name that so I'm not coming for anyone in particular they'll be like I'm Antonia Valdez you might know me from my six episode arc on the NBC sitcom Animal Practice or from my new hit show on on Amazon Prime, Big Muffy's Ranch. Like, and it was always so <laughs> wild. They did this every time. Like, they would come up and they'd be like, <laughs> most people know me from my, my days as a childhood actress on the PBS <laughs> kids show Zoom. This is crazy to me. It was so wild. Like, and everyone would cheer. And I was like, am I the only one here who, like, thinks this is kind of inappropriate? Like, (laughs) someone literally went up and promoted their, like, Amazon Prime shit. And I'm like, girl, don't be flexing that you work for Amazon at this very blue, like, protest. They're just trying to get the get the word out there I about understand. abortion and their work. I understand putting yourself in context to be like, maybe you know me from this thing from forever ago, but it's another thing to be like, and while we're at it, like, make sure you vote yes on downloading Hulu and watching my newest show. 
I can't wait to ask you who the celebrity actually was when we get off this podcast because I'm dying to fucking know. Oh, shit. There is a couple of them I can tell you. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait to ask and I can't wait to get that real tea. For legal reasons, I won't say on here. I understand. No names on this show. No names at all. But it was just really wild and I was like, this is very LA specific. Yeah. Definitely. Um, speaking of shows on Hulu, uh, have you been watching anything new lately? Ooh, I gotta tell ya. I don't think I I don't think I got a chance to talk to you about this show. It's on okay. Netflix. Okay. And it's the dumbest show I've ever watched, but you'll get sucked in. It's, is it the one with the kids? It's is it cake? Have you oh. ever seen is okay, is it cake is just as it sounds. It's a show where people have to guess if something is cake or if it's not cake. And then they have these like professional bakers who each pick like every week there's a different theme. So one will be like grocery items. So they have to pick through like a bunch of different items. Like, do I want to make a cereal box cake? Do I want to make like a red solo cupcake? Do I want to make, like, vegetables? Something like that. They make them. And then they have, like, these celebrity judges who they'll, like, hide the cake in the midst of, like, real items. And then they have to guess, like, which one is the which cake. Which one is cake. Which one is real. It's as dumb as it sounds. But it's great. But you get so wrapped into it. And my friend and I, me, me and my neighbor and my boyfriend all got high last weekend and we made cake and then we watched the finale of is it cake hell yeah boy howdy was that a perfect saturday night (laughs) it sounds like a perfect saturday night fantastic you're smoking on a saturday what do you go for do you go for like an indica sativa do you care So I have been out of the game for so long because when I lived in Chicago, weed is so expensive there. It's Mm -hmm. wild because they like just legalized it. And I think it's like only in Chicago, not all of Illinois. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that I could get in L.A. for like 20 bucks would cost me like $70 there. So Holy shit. Because it would be wild. I would get like two bags of edibles and... Like, in L.A., that'd be $40. It cost me, like, yeah. $120. It's fucking wild, right? That's crazy. So and I not stopped, worth it. Yeah, so I stopped getting high because I was just like, I need to make rent. <laughs> so, yeah. so now I'm back, and this is my first time getting high in a long time. I don't smoke. I, like, only do edibles. Oh, really? I'm a terrible... I'm terrible at smoking. I can't get the inhale correct. It takes me... So long. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, what? You can't I What can't, do you mean? Can I, you breathe? I can't I haven't perfected the like inhale like I know this is going to get me high kind of thing. I'm getting better at it, but I <laughs> physically I'm, I'm confused. Like, I'm like Is it in your head where you're like I know this is going to get me high so you want to exhale it? I just don't like, or you can't figure out how to inhale the smoke. I just can't smoke. figure out how to inhale correctly. Okay, so I understand. The first time I smoked, I just like it was just in my mouth, and then I would blow it mm-hmm. out, and I wouldn't actually inhale. You have to like just just breathe. You just got to breathe it in. I know that I've done it right when I cannot talk for like five minutes after because I'm just gagging and coughing. That's the <laughs> only way I know how to do it. 
So I have basically only been doing edibles and I do a hybrid or I do an indica. I cannot do sativa. I'm too anxious for that shit. I will panic. I got to do, I like a hybrid, a good hybrid, mostly indica though. What kind of cake did you make? We made a strawberry cake with a vanilla frosting and rainbow sprinkles. Mm. Decadent. I want cake. I've been thinking about cake. So good. Strawberry (sighs) cake is my favorite. I love a good vanilla with strawberry frosting, but if I could do like strawberry and strawberry, I'm, I'm done. Do you like Funfetti? Oh, I love Funfetti. If I have a choice. Have you had the strawberry Funfetti? Probably a long time ago. Well, it's out again. So look at Ralph's because Pillsbury little doughboy man, he's got the, he's got it. (laughs) He's got the goods. He's got it. And it's good. It's just as good as you Mm -hmm. want it to be. I'm not like, I'm not so much of a chocolate person, but. Me neither. Pillsbury does have this like fudge chocolate frosting that I was addicted to for about like three years. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was like my go-to. Um and that is like the only chocolate frosting that I will really get into. My mom used to make like the classic yellow cake with chocolate frosting. So I've grown up like accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. But I always liked when she didn't put like the frosting on it. I would always want just like one cupcake that was just cake and no frosting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ever figure out why. It's because I don't like chocolate. I don't <laughs> like I just don't really like it. Like yeah, Reese's Peanut Butter dream. Cup. Fuck me up. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like chocolate chips. Like I hate them. <laughs> Like, I really don't like them. Sometimes I will, but, like, if I'm eating something with chocolate chips in it, I'm literally going to pick it out. Like, I just, I don't, there's something I'm, about them. I'm so glad that you said this because I don't, I famously, in my group of friends, do not like chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, it's not the chocolate chips per se, but I'm just like, let's do something more original here. Like, I'm like a white chocolate macadamia cookie bitch, mm-hmm. a peanut mm-hmm. butter cookie bitch, snickerdoodles. Anything like that, I'm not really going to get down on chocolate chips. I don't want nuts in my stuff. Like, I like nuts on their own. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, peanuts, like cashews, a man's nuts, you know, whatever. But I don't want, um, I don't want them in my, I don't want them in my dessert. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I don't really like guys' nuts either. They're always like, suck on my (laughs) balls. And I'm like, they're so hairy and have you washed them? You're not, you're not into... Into the gonads? It's whatever, man. They're just these, like, balls with skin and hair, and it's really interesting. I think balls are the funniest (laughs) thing. I love them. There is nothing more fun to me than getting a nice little ball sack and being like, and just like. that, but, like, are you doing that during (laughs) sex? No, because I just think it's funny. It's not sexual to me. Balls are the least sexual part of a man. <laughs> well, don't don't you ever like get asked to take a mouthful of them? Um. Okay. Maybe what is Spoon's doing? Youth. Is he making biscuits? I think he might. Oh yeah, he's biscuiting. And he... oh my god, Spoon. Spoon's <laughs> but, is her cat, by the way. And he he really positioned himself right, like perfectly in the corner, so I could see it. Yeah. Why do they do that? Why do they make biscuits? I think it's like a calming thing. Like they used to do that on their mothers when they nursed. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, so well that's precious. I think that's why they do that. He's like very serious about it, though. Like he very like he holds his head up proudly when he does it. It's... He's gonna make the best biscuits in town. <laughs> I think so. He heard us talking about cake, and he was like, "But 
Oh, are we baking in here? What about them biscuits? (laughs) (laughs) Are we baking? Okay, I got you. I'll need over here. I I definitely, I've been asked to to cup a ball or two, but I don't know. Most people I've dated have not been into, into the ball play, which is strange. Really? Have you been asked to eat ass? Asked to eat ass. No. Would you? Um, I guess it depends on what they've done for me lately. (laughs) For me, it's like, is it clean or not? (laughs) Like, when do you move these mud flaps and really get (laughs) the fucking soap in there? I want you to almost put the entire dub soap in your asshole. I want it to almost slip in and you're worried about it. That's what I need. It reminds me of that Sex in the City episode where... That guy, like, really wants Miranda to eat his ass, and he's just, like, shaking it right in front of her face. Why don't I remember this? Oh, it's so funny. I love that show with the bird. Wait, why don't... Wait, is it when she fingers his ass? No, he, like, he eats her ass, and then she's like, oh, I don't have to do this back, do I? And then he's, like, sticking his, like, ass in her face, and she's like, I don't want to do it! What season is it? (laughs) It's, like, season two or something. What the fuck? I don't remember that. That's crazy, and I love that show. Amazing. No, no, you know what? I have never been asked to do anything like that. I'm a little offended. Do people not think I could eat ass? (laughs) No, I'm just some weird, like, sex object, though, because I have a sex podcast. Like, they hear that, and they're like, oh, well, let's get kinky. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, okay. Sometimes I I just want that nice vanilla sex where you're going to kiss me on the forehead and tell me I'm pretty. But, you know, they're just like, let me slap you around. You know, the closest I ever came to ass play is one time I I was on top. And then we were, like, started making out. And this guy started trying to, like, put his finger in my ass. But Mm. it was like... It was almost like he was, like, it's like when you pick something up and then you kind of, like, drop it and you're like, whoa. Like, it, like his finger was all over the place. Like, he was like, what the, what the fuck is it? And I was like, what is going I can't on find back hole. there? And I couldn't tell if it was, like, purposeful or not. I was like, what's going on back there? And then there? he kind of settled for, like, a, like, ding dong, ding dong, like, kind of tapping, like, right next to the asshole. And I was like, okay, so this is intentional. And then <laughs> he was like, oh, you like that, baby? You like when I put that finger in your ass? And I was like, it's like... It's ass adjacent. It's not like in there. <laughs> he thought his finger was deep in your ass and it was like next to it. <laughs> it was literally, it was right next to the butthole. He almost made it. And I was just like, where have I seen this before? Where you're like, you're so close to the thing, but you're not on the thing. <laughs> it always cracks me up like during sex when it's like, we just can't get your dick into the vagina. <laughs> Like, it's just going everywhere else, but, like, inside of it. And I'm and we're both, like, we're both trying, and we're just like, yeah, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we both really want this, but I don't know why it's not happening. It's just like, and then it finally gets in there, and we're like, whoo, okay, we did it. It's like when you're going to do, like, doggy or something, and you're That's on. That's where it is, when you're on always. Fours, and then the person's behind you, and you're like, okay, let me, like. Let me grab the dick and I'll but guide like it's it right in. there. Like <laughs> you can see it. Like just, like just literally stick it in. What's the? You know what I hate. You know what I can't stand. When you are laying on your back and they're about to go in, but then they take their dick and they like start like slapping your clit with it. <laughs> that doesn't. That like literally does not feel good. When they're just like, I'm like, wait, whoa, okay, it's alrighty, like, I guess we're gonna do that. I call they're it like the smearing their head. They're like smearing the head like all over my clit and like all around it. And I'm like, just put it in. <laughs> Literally just put it. I don't need any of that. Put it in. 
Yeah, no. I, it's so funny to me, the double standard, because, like, I love to do a good tease thing where I'm like, I'm going to put it in. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm so hot when I do this. But then when a guy does that to me, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm like yeah. I will not be well, made a me, fool. <laughs> for me, it's more like I don't want the tip of your dick just smearing all over everything. I'm going to get a fucking UTI. Just put it in my <laughs> vagina and call it a day. Like, you're just smearing it everywhere. I just, I don't know. Like, there's something about it that I cannot stand. I think that's, that's fair. That's fair. You know? Do you have anything that you can't stand in bed that, like, you've noticed in the past? Oh, God. This is such a good question, and I don't know why I wasn't prepared for this. But I didn't me... tell you I was going to ask it. It just <laughs> randomly came. So if you don't have an answer, it's okay, totally fine. I think we, we may have talked about this before. I can't, like, I can't stand it when it's up to me to deliver like the fantasy aspect of mm. things like okay i love dirty talk i have never met a man who is good at it like really not really at least may- maybe not up to my standards i'm a writer you guys maybe what are you looking for in dirty talk that they're not doing i'm just like okay every every guy i know when i'm like i ask for dirty talk they're just like you make me so hard you're so hot you're so sexy. I'm like, that's already understood here, sir. Like, yeah, I need it to be like dirty talk. Like it needs like to you be want me just... to stick my cock in your yeah. filthy vagina. I don't need just a statement of fact. I need you to be like <laughs> in your wet you pussy. Like... Here comes my big yeah. ding dong, here's, baby. Here's my big throbbing hard cock. You get me so hard. Every time I see you, I want to come on your face. Your tits that... are amazing. You yep. make me come my pants every time I see you, mm-hmm. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I want to see you like make out with another girl and I'll be so hot and I'll jerk off in the corner. Like mm-hmm. I'm coming up with this. I'm pulling this out of my ass. Like I'm coming yeah. up with this on the fly right now. And they're like, you yourselves. have boobs yeah. and I like them. And instead it's just like, I like your big tits. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, we're here together. Like that's not dirty, yo. <laughs> I like your big tits. <laughs> like irrelevant. I know this already. <laughs> Hearsay. <laughs> Does everybody try to titty fuck you? Oh, I love titty fucking. But they, they all ask? You know what? Every time it's happened, I've been the one who comes up with the idea and they go, oh, Really? They go, that's real? Uh, we can do that? And I'm like, yeah. What about it do you like? I like, first off, my boobs my are my favorite thing about me. I, mm-hmm. I love my boobs. I think I got a great rack. Um, so I think that might have something to do with it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm utilizing my favorite feature about myself. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. I like, you can't titty fuck every person. Not everyone has nope. the right rack for it. So I'm like, True. yeah, utility. I also like that. Uh, I feel like it's nice to give your vagina a break sometimes air it out mm. a little, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so like if I'm on my period and I'm like in the mood, but I don't like want to add another mess down there titty fucking is perfect you know and i like when people come on my tits i just think all around it's a great experience i just like don't know what to do during it because it's like i'm like holding my boobs together like a taco shell as they're just like it's so wet and then like (laughs) if they're holding on to it it's like too hard and it like hurts my boobs and then their dick is like coming through the top, and I'm and like, like, do Hello. I try to lick it? Don't do look I at look it. Don't at make it? eye contact. Do I, <laughs> like I, I'm like, ah, ah, 
Oh, like I a do fucking, like I do like a good blowjob boob job combo. Combo. That's kind of. Fun. I feel like if I did it from like on top, it would be like l- l- better. But mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about it, because usually when I've been titty fucked, I've been l- like laid yeah, down. Yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. So that's where I'm. Th- if I was on top and doing the blowjob moment, it might be a little bit better. That's but it too also much depends work on for how- me. Yeah, I've never done that before. But it also depends on how big their dick is. Because, like, some dicks aren't going to go through the mm-hmm. full cleavage. So, I, you know, I just don't know what to do during it. And then my chest smells like fucking spit. And then I'm all, like, spit it up. And then, I don't know. I don't know. It does nothing for me. But they all really want to do it. I have to say, I feel like this is the part of the podcast where our male audience is listening the most. So I'm going <laughs> to give you guys some advice to all the... All the people out there who have a dick who are listening to this right now and you want some titty fucking advice. If you are going to come from titty fucking, it would be really kind of you if you could try to coordinate the coming so that it happens not when the dick is like peering out of the cleavage, but when it's like cemented in there. Like, Mm -hmm. or fully take it out. And then, like, jack off onto and, them. And aim. But I don't yeah. want a surprise facial because They're it's not fun. Sh- I don't like that. I'm not into does that. Does cum gross you out after sex is done? Um, I'm neutral are you, about it. <laughs> are you gagging on the way to the bathroom like I am? No. Oh, my God. But so during it, gag, re- gag dude, reflex. <laughs> well, I, like, during, like, fellatio, I'm not gagging. Well, mm-hmm. I will if they want. Because some guys, like, want you to, like, gag on their cocks. I'm like, all right, I'll act like I am. But, like, I could stick. I tried to make myself throw up the other night, and I couldn't. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it's not working. There's nothing happening. I had too much champagne. And I was like, please. No, nothing happened. I was like, okay. So what am I talking about? We're talking about how semen grosses you out. God, it does. Okay. It's kind of like when you're watching porn and you love it and then you come and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? So (laughs) I'm like a dirty little whore and I'm like, come on me. Ah." And I love it while it's happening. I love like, it's like warm. It's like covering me. I love it. I'm just a cum dumpster, right? And then I get up and I'm walking to the bathroom and I'm literally like, like I'm like I'm like trying not to let them hear me like and like when I'm like I could gag right now thinking about it when I'm like cleaning it off and it just like it doesn't and the way it smells I I hate it so much and I can't swallow it I can't have it in my mouth my whole mouth is filling up with saliva oh my god I think it depends on the person I just hate it It depends on the flavor the smell it's Oh, we need to get God. off this topic because Katie is going to like throw up on this <laughs> but FaceTime call. They're all like throw up on my dick, you oh, know? Oh, God. Um, no, but yeah, I don't know. Like semen is fun in the moment. And then the second, <laughs> the second we're done, I'm like, whoa, I hate this. I got to go get this off immediately. <laughs> and I'm always just like trying to conceal my it's gagging. Like, it's the opposite of a marathon. Like, yes. When in the middle of that, you're like, oh, I hate my life. But then after, you're like, I'm glad I did that. I feel refreshed. Yeah, that's not what I have. That is, that's not it at all. And it gets, it's so, it's the way that it dries. Because it's like, you got to get to it before it dries. Or you're like, never going to be able to get it off. And if you get in your hair, I just. It's a whole cleanup. It really is an entire cleanup. I'm just. Can I tell you the most gentlemanly thing that's ever happened to me? Yes. So I was, 
I was uh, at someone's place. I won't specify when this was or with who. I was at someone's place. We were like both naked because I had just come out of the shower. They were about to get in the shower. And we just started like, you know, kissing in the hallway and they get hard. And then all of a sudden we're like fucking on the hall floor, like Mm -hmm. on the carpet. I was like, oh, my God, like this is so spontaneous, right? We don't have a condom. And so uh, he's like, he was like, where should I come? Where should I come? And I'm like, "Uh, I guess you could just come on my chest. And he's like, but you just took a shower. And I was like, I don't know. And this man pulls out and comes in his own hand. (laughs) Like I'm bracing myself. I was like, okay, here it comes. Like I'm going to have to take another shower. And then. He finishes and I'm like, wait, I'm dry. <laughs> what had the rain never came? Like it's we're in a drought now. I'm like, what I'm happened? Dry. <laughs> what happened? And I turn around and I'm like, oh, he came in his own hand, just like a gentleman should. It was the most chivalrous thing anyone's ever done for me because they didn't want me to have to take another shower. Oh my god. Did you end up taking another shower anyway or no? Nah, I was fine. Love it. It was two minutes. I was great. <laughs> it was I was clean afterward. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Chivalry's not dead. It's not. Get you a man who comes in his own hand. <laughs> Do you take nudes? Oh, I am so glad that we're that you brought this up because I was in a long distance relationship. And let me tell Mm -hmm. you, nudes were a very important part of my life for a while. Okay. So what is your go-to nude? So I wouldn't say it's necessarily like, sometimes I'll do a full nude. Sometimes I'll Mm -hmm. do a nice little tease of just like, yeah, a nice little underwear, like Maxim magazine style. Right. Photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go with, like, usually a nice, like, titty photo. Like, my face kind of, like, holding my tits. I got big tits, so I kind of have to position them so they're not just, like, pointing in opposite directions. I understand. So a nice little, like, boob hold. That's why I kind of like to wear, like, underwear instead of just fully nude. I have done, like, a nice little ass photo. Oh, the best nude I ever sent, man. I, like, I lined up my phone like standing on my mirror and then I like squatted down next to it I'm like kneeling down next to it and so I just got this amazing like giant ass shot yeah I was like I'm a fucking pro dude um and very fun thing that I used to do for a very special occasion my boyfriend and I would send each other like love letters when I was long distance And there were a couple occasions where I had this old Polaroid uh, camera. I would take some, I would take some naked Polaroids and uh, mail them to him from across the country. That's so sexy and fun. It's like you know, like happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Hope that doesn't get lost in the mail. Oh shit! (laughs) I know, right? Very lucky day for that uh, (laughs) U.S. random receiver of that letter. Yeah. (laughs) Now, do you only do, like, boobs and ass, or do you get requests for asshole and pussy photos? I've never taken an asshole or a pussy photo. I don't even know how I would. They're hard to take. I I got asked for one yesterday, and I was like, it's just too hard. I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's, like, 
That is like a whole new level. I would have to like plan that out. I'd be like, I got to take a shower. I got to like find my light. That's the thing. I just, I feel and like she's gorgeous. I love her. Like when I look at her, I'm like, chef's kiss. Love you, babe. <laughs> but when I take photos of her, I'm just like, this isn't. It's not. How is this? How is this working for anyone? your angle. It's not a like, good it's angle. just, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know. I, you know, they're just not, I don't like, but I love nudes. I take so many nudes. I absolutely love them. Nothing makes me feel better than mm-hmm. a really good nude. Oh, I love sending. I, and like, I look back at them and I'm like, look at you. Look at you, you hot bitch. Because normally I'm like, Ugh, huh, okay. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So love a nude. I truly love oh, yeah. a nude moment. I agree. It's so fun. The best is when you like, you've taken a bunch and you're like, I don't even know which ones to send. I look so hot. Like it's such a, an ego boost. Mm-hmm. I will say though, if you guys are sending nudes, um, be prepared for the... If you're if you're sending them to a new person and you have no idea how that person responds to nudes, be prepared for disappointment because uh, wh- okay. that's the biggest thing in my struggle for sending nudes is that I once yes. I once dated a guy where anytime I sent him a nude, he would send me back a gif. Hmm. Like a gif that was just someone being like a wooga like nice rack or something i don't know that i like that and i straight up was like do not do that anymore or i will not be sending you photos a gif is not a response you get the guys that you send it to and they're just like nice nice what do you mean here's what i want i want like i want you to tap on the photo i want you to heart that shit heart the fuck out of that shit because i'm naked and then say something about it. The, say something about how hot I am. The proper response is to heart the photo. And then every time you need to say, oh, yeah, baby, you're so hot. I'm so hard right now. Or, or something just even like, like that. Damn, I wish I was there bending you over. Like yeah. literally anything Play that's along. not just like nice. I don't care if you're at the Subway sandwich shop at like two o'clock on a Tuesday. If I'm mm-hmm. sending you a nude then you respond accordingly because I put time yeah. and effort into that. We don't have to like go into sexting or anything like no, that. No, absolutely not. We do not. But just give me my, give me my just rewards. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. And, or like you'll send nudes to somebody for a while and you get used to the way that they respond. And then you send a nude to like a new person and you just can't stand the way that they respond, but there's no way to really tell somebody that you hate that. Mm-hmm. So just know that we hate when you say nice or that looks good. <laughs> Just imagine if like you were at someone's place and then like you took out your dick for the first time. They were like, let me see that dick. And then you like undressed and then they were just like, cool. Yeah. Like that's, that's the awesome. same thing. That's super cool. It's Thank you, you offering your body up and being like thoughts. Cause I think I look great. And then right. to have the person be like, sweet dude <laughs> like what the fuck that's awesome thank you for sharing <laughs> i needed this today <laughs> it's been a rough one so thanks yeah i can't like what no, no absolutely i not. need i need praise i mm-hmm. highly recommend though uh if you are in a a long-term relationship or you're with someone consistently that you're sending nudes to a good polaroid Mm-hmm. Uh, you trust that you don't think is going to share that around 
a good Polaroid is like old school sexy to me. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that does sound really fun. I think I have a Polaroid laying around here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I know that it exists. I went through a phase. We all did. We all got those little Polaroid fucking colorful cameras. Did you, do you have one of those? Oh, I have a, I have like a Fuji film. Oh, you have like, a real one. Mm-hmm. Like a nice, like a, like a traditional one. Yeah. It's not like Polaroid brand, but it's essentially the same thing. Got it. Okay. Because I have one of those like, what, they were like I, IMAX? I, I don't know. They were like Like the, a photo booth? <laughs> No, they're like the Polaroid cameras that all came in different colors. Uh-huh. Were you making a joke and I didn't get it? No, I'm just, now I'm just picturing if someone went to a photo booth and took news. <laughs> they go to like photo, at my wedding photo booth, everyone make sure you hashtag Jalissa's wedding and then you're like, <laughs> fucking Woo-hoo, nip slip out. in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've done that. I have many photos like of from bars where the very last photo is just me flashing it that's pretty cool that's fun (laughs) i have one on my fridge where it's like there's a pg one and then there's like you see three photos from another one but the very last one is just my entire tits and she's (laughs) kissing them so i'm like well i'll just hide that part under here hopefully nobody moves the photo um but yeah i i do i do that but i'll be at a bar and just those boobs are coming out you know, I love to show them to people. So, um, yeah, I gotta, gotta reel those bad boys in when I'm out. I'm like, you want to see something great? <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever actually flashed someone in public. And if I did, I can't remember it because I was probably pretty wasted. <laughs> yeah, I, I love to take them out, dump them out anywhere, you know, take a look at these. Let me, it's always hard though, because they're huge. So to like get the bottom of my bra off oh of the bottoms gosh. and then rip them off. It's really a time. Yes. I have to tell you when I was younger and I would watch, cause I've had these like big old titties since like mm-hmm. junior high And I would see these films because, you know, early 2000s movies were just like the pinnacle of like female objectification. Mm -hmm. And there would be so many movies or shows where like a joke or a plot point would be this girl like lifting up her shirt and flashing people. And I noticed that every time she did that, there would be no bra thing. Like there would be no bra clasp in the back. Mm. And I would be like, this girl's just walking around without a bra. Like that doesn't make any sense to me because when I, I always wear one because I got huge tits. So I would always think like, where was the part of this where she had to like slip them out of her bra. And then Mm -hmm. like when she goes to put the shirt down, she'd have to like readjust and stuff them back in yeah. And so I feel like the flashing is just not as smooth for me. It I like I bring it up and like they're out and then I kind of move forward and then bring it down because mm-hmm. like they they kind of move forward if I move forward and hang. So it's just like a I, I, I mean, I try, I don't know how graceful it you'll actually have to, looks. We'll have to go I'll out to and you'll have it. to teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to film it and be like, ah, how's this looking? Let's see what this is looking like. A tutorial. People are going to see a me tutorial. at a bar and just. And just a tutorial. Can I get a tutorial? <laughs> yes, you can. You absolutely can. <laughs> um, it's It'll be like people see me at a bar and they're just waiting because they're like, her titties are going to come out at some point, right? I She said it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen every time, folks. Just on the good nights, okay? <laughs> 
Um, I, I asked you about shows earlier and then we went into a cake tangent, but I started cause I've been sick the day that I got sick. I started watching conversations with friends on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking well done. I need everybody to watch it. It is so good. It's like a slow movie mm-hmm. that's a television show that is shot beautifully and the way that it's done it's not done like any show that I've ever seen. Like, a lot of the stuff is, like, her texting and, like, you're reading the conversations that she's having. Mm-hmm. It's all conversations. That's all that it oh is. Oh, my God. If, I love conversations and I hate action, so this sounds perfect for me. <laughs> and if they're if they're not having a conversation, it's silent. Or, like, there's, like, a, a song playing that they play throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking well done. It's got, um, I don't know how to, sp- what is it, Jemina? Jemima Kirk from uh, Girls, the blonde oh. uh, girl from Girls. The, I the love girl her. who uh, plays Shoshana. No. Oh. Yes. Because I love me some Shoshana. She was my. Wait, character. I don't think that was her name in the show. Let me Google it. I can't remember. Let me. Look. I watched one season of Girls. I tried to get into it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a Lena Dunham stan. Jemima Kirk. That's what her name is. Um, she was. Who was she? Here we go. God, I loved this show so much. Like, I watched it. It made me... No, she was Jessa. Oh, okay. I know who that is. Yeah. Um, like it was one of those... Girl or yes. Something. Yeah. It was one of those shows that made you feel all the emotions without actually having to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you felt like you were living through relationships oh, that without amazing. it. And that's kind of the same feeling that I got from this show, but less annoying with other stuff in it Mm -hmm. um it is so well done it's very open-minded and you forget about your entire life and all your problems while you're watching Mm -hmm. it it's one of those where you're just like completely into the show uh so good everybody go and watch it and then uh love on the spectrum is back uh on netflix Mm -hmm. it they did like a uk version and then they also did one over here now and it's a show about people who are on the spectrum with autism going on dates and finding love. It is one of the best things that I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It is so good. They interview them. They show you the dates. It's just absolutely fantastic. I cannot get enough of them. That sounds really interesting. Both of these shows are so, like the when you you know how you watch a show and you enjoy it so much that like when you're doing other stuff, all you're doing is thinking about watching it again. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about both of these. I can't wait to like edit this and then post it and then watch more Love on the Spectrum mm-hmm. later. Like it's just so goddamn good. This is funny to me because I feel like you came in with such like intellectual picks and I'm watching Is It Cake, 90 Day Fiance, and <laughs> All Stars Drag Race. Now, this is not <laughs> my type of shows normally normally i'm watching like fucking bravo Mm -hmm. and like uh on tlc there's a show that i really like called welcome to plathville Mm -hmm. um that show is about basically like a really religious family who lives on a farm it's very duggar Mm -hmm. but without all of the really bad stuff that happened yeah um and it kind of just like shows you like the kids like grow up and they move out and there's all this drama but then like this season it's just like the mom's realizing things and like all and like she's 
changing and I it's just it's so well done mm-hmm. it's not well done it's just great fucking drama I love a TLC show <laughs> you know I absolutely I love 90 Day Fiance oh my so God. I'm right there with you Nolan and I have been so obsessed with 90 Day Fiance we are is there a season happening right now um right now we're a little behind we're on the sixth season which I think was okay. like three or four years ago probably okay. um and I don't know if you're so you're just enjoying them Oh, yeah. We we just watched some of the old ones. We haven't been watching in order. I feel like if you're I feel like with reality shows, you either have to be like you either have to keep it at an arm's length or you have to commit to like fully submerging yourself in it. Because like, for example, 90 Day has like three spinoffs and then there are podcasts about it. And, like, mm-hmm. if you want to immerse yourself in 90 Day, you have to watch so much shit. And it's the same way with Drag Race. They have, like, Drag yeah. Race, All Stars, Untucked, Katya and Trixie Mattel have their podcast. There's The Pit Stop. There's, like, a thousand different ones. The Bachelor has, like, three spinoffs and, like, podcasts. And, like, every reality show now has so many different, like, branch-offs that mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if I'm going to watch this show, either ha- I have to, like be in it like this has to be the only fucking content I watch or I need to watch like older seasons just that season no spinoffs and take a step back and that's where I'm at with 90 day because I can't okay I can't do it I can't allow myself to get sucked in I already do it with the bachelor that's my one the one thing that I'll get sucked into as much I mean, The Bachelor's great, but I kind of stopped, but I only stopped because I, I cannot listen to people make out. It is one of my <laughs> least favorite sounds in the on the planet, and that is all that is happening on that show. Yeah. I can't fucking listen to it. I cannot do it. I watched it for years, too. I loved it. I've auditioned for it. I oh, love the show. Um, but yeah, I just can't listen to people make out anymore. I cannot do it. What was, uh, did you make like an audition tape or did you go to the casting call? No, I made a tape. That's amazing. Everybody wants to see it and I'm like, it literally doesn't exist. I've made sure (laughs) to delete it off of everything so that it can't ever exist for anybody to see. And I've, I've done, I've, I've auditioned more than once. I love it. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. never be on it because I am not the type of person that they would ever cast. Which pisses me but off. I would like, do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> they all look the goddamn same on that show. Everybody looks the fucking same. And it really, like, come on, y'all. Yeah, I'm a size 12 and I'm 5'4 mm-hmm. and I have short hair. Um, I look like I own no less than five German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't think they would include me, <laughs> but boy, do I, do I think I would make good television. I would love to be on it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I feel like they would ruin me like emotionally though. Like I, I would not do well on reality television. I don't think. I don't know if I would do, like, I feel like I have a good personality, but I don't know if I have reality TV personality. Cause I don't think I could cause enough drama. Oh, I could stir the pot. I could stir it up, 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 but I couldn't take it. I could not take it. I could read everybody to filth and I'd be crying in every corner. Mm -hmm. That would be my issue. I could be on more of like a Real Housewives show where it's like, this is my life and this is what I do and then deal with the drama that comes from that. But even still, I don't think I would be very (laughs) well received on reality television for some reason. I just don't think I would be. I feel like I would end up being the villain somehow. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's what I, I would that. be afraid of. I think. Yeah. Because I feel like I sound so sarcastic, even when I'm being sincere, <laughs> that I feel like they could cut me, like, cut me to look so bad. It, literally the exact same. Definitely same. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. But yeah, those are the shows that I, do you watch, do you watch Bravo or no? I'm not super, like I kind of going back to the like immersing yourself thing. Like I would love to watch Housewives, but I feel like if I watched one season of uh, Housewives, then I would have to watch like all of them. them. It's very overwhelming. Yeah, it is overwhelming. And I feel like I'm too late in the game for that. Like I think if this was like maybe like six or seven years ago, then I probably would be able to catch up. But at this I mean, point, it's never too late. At this point, there's just so much of it that I'm like, I don't know. I did watch the first episode of um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the one that, um, what is her name? Lisa Vanderpump, mm-hmm. the season that Lisa Vanderpump is on. And I love her. So I kind of want to maybe get back into watching that one. But Just start from the beginning with Beverly Hills and enjoy it. It's so much fun to binge all the seasons of one uh like one of them back to back like if you just start from season one of beverly hills and watch the entire thing you'll have a great time Mm -hmm. i think i'm pretty sure they're all on hulu i think they are that's the season that like kelsey Grammer's wife was on which he's on it too yeah that and it is wild to see him treat her like absolute shit that was the vibe i got from the first episode where i was like is this gonna make me hate kelsey Grammer? i'm in yes it is (laughs) (laughs) but then as you watch camille on the rest of the seasons you're like you know, she might have been rough to be with, too. They might, y'all both might have been a little bit rough to be with. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I rewatched Beverly Hills during the pandemic, and it was really fun to watch. So if mm-hmm. you're looking for a new thing to binge, it's, it's really, you should. I definitely encourage mm-hmm. it. I've also been watching this show on HBO Max called How To with John Wilson. Okay. And it's this guy. This is produced by Nathan Fielder. I feel like maybe I've talked to you about him before. Nathan for You is my all-time favorite show. It's very, very dry humor. It was on Comedy Central. He produces this show. And it's essentially like a docu-series kind of thing where this guy lives in New York. And he basically just goes out and films like random sites and people in New York. And then he Mm -hmm. clips all of those together And, uh, like, does a voiceover the whole time and constructs a narrative from it. So, for example, one episode was, like, how to um, appreciate wine. And so Hmm. he was trying to, like, learn how to, like, you know, be a, like, what is it? Like, a sommelier and, like, smell the different wines and, like, get different notes from it. And that kind of spiraled into, like, he ended up, like trying to find different beverages that you can get into and he got into bang energy and he like broke into the house of the like bang energy drink ceo and like crashed his wife's like birthday party and that was like crazy and then there was this one episode where he tries to learn how to make the perfect risotto and then that spirals out of control because I guess he filmed it right when the pandemic was starting. So then mm. it just became this crazy like time capsule into what like the beginning of the pandemic was like of like 
him walking around and filming these people in like hazmat suits going to the grocery store and like food shortages and stuff like that and it's just like every episode kind of goes off the rails in the most enjoyable way um and his voice is so soothing and uh i love it so how to with john so it's like it's real it's not like fake it's not fake. It's like a docu-series, okay. kind of. Okay, that's actually, that sounds very interesting. I might check that out. So if you guys like, yeah, if you like documentaries, but like also like you don't want a documentary that's like about one subject that's going to make you feel sad, like this is mm-hmm. just like bite-sized little like half an hour documentaries throughout the series and it's really Got good. it. That sounds really fucking cool. It's really awesome. I think that's it. We did I think it? we did it. I think we did it. The best episode you've ever made, right? Uh, I mean, obviously. I was trying to segue from the television shows into your really funny TikToks, but I, like, couldn't (laughs) figure out a way to do it. Um, But, because I was going to say, where can everybody find you? Uh, Because your TikToks are one of my favorite things that exists. (laughs) I laugh so fucking hard. You. You made a Willy Wonka one where you made your face all big. I watched that like five times. It was so funny. Oh my God. Thank you. I love making TikToks. It has become like a big passion of mine in the past year. And it's so good. I love it too. Thank God you do it. (laughs) Thank you so much. You guys can find my TikTok at cuckoo for cloclo puffs. Um, Cuckoo is spelled C-U-C-K-O-O for cloclo puffs like my name, Chloe. And you can also find me on Instagram at cuckoo for cloclo puffs. But definitely check out my TikToks if you want to see more of my comedy style and uh, just have a fun time over there. Yeah, it is honestly such a fucking blast. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. I also have a friends podcast with this gal. I always include this at the end, so it's fun that you're actually here for it. Uh, But we break down friends episodes. It's called They Were on a Break, and it's really fun. We don't only talk about friends. We also talk about other shenanigans. Every episode that I record, I have so much fucking fun doing it. It's I, it's just so fun to have a constant co-host and to just like mm-hmm. pick off where pick up where we left off. You know, it's just an absolute blast. So I love doing that show with you. Thank you for doing oh, it with me. It's amazing, and that comes out on Wednesdays, right? Like mm-hmm. the day after this podcast comes out. Yeah, so you, you just can't get enough. Yeah, Come listen to some more. Two days in a row of Katie content. Mm-hmm. You know, and this you, week Katie and Chloe content. So right back to fucking back. I know. Can't get enough. Absolutely can't you guys get are enough. Blessed this week bless this <laughs> uh if you feel so inclined go ahead on to itunes give me a little review maybe give me a five-star review you can also rate my podcast on spotify if that's where you're listening and uh thank you for listening i just recently hit my four year Whoa. uh with this fucking show so i honestly can't believe i've been doing it for so long i absolutely love doing it if you've listened if you've rated if you've been on the show i thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and Merch is actually, like, actually coming, oh and it's going to be launched within the next month, and I'm really I'm fucking excited. I'm going to get one. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows what it is. No one has seen it yet, so stay tuned. I'm going to do a little photo shoot in some of the stuff, and I will be posting Amazing. all about it. Um, thank you so much for coming and being on my podcast. Oh, I had so much fun. God. Thank you for having me. I, You know what? I feel like the first time I was on here was, like, even before we had our podcast together. Yeah, it definitely was. This is so fun to be able to, like, 
come back now after we've been like podcasting together for like a year it's so Mm -hmm. cool yeah i loved it it was amazing uh you know what i think i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna see you again next tuesday go out be the best person you can be and suck as much dick as you possibly can bye y'all bye